Hey guys, welcome back to the NFL Heads Podcast. My name is Sid Kalyani. I'm here at Josh Shippen, and today we're going to be previewing every game from Week 8, the halfway point, starting with Thursday Night Football, Green Bay Packers against Arizona Cardinals. Now, I was really hyped for this game until I saw all the players that were out. Um, Alan Lazard is now out with Devontae Adams on the COVID IR list, and now J.J. Watt is most likely going to be out for the season with a shoulder injury. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling is out, too. Yeah. So, this game went from really exciting to a little bit less exciting now. Yeah, this is disastrous for the Green Bay Packers. Um, I have 27-20 Cardinals winning for this game. I think that ultimately J.J. Watt is a big loss, but they've still got Chandler Jones and a bunch of other strong defensive pieces, and their offense isn't affected by this, obviously, so they'll be fine. Yeah, J.J. Watt, that, that injury is definitely a big hit to them, but I think they'll find a way to compensate for it. And it's not like the Packers players that are out, because, I mean, Devontae Adams was basically their biggest target and now they have two other wide receivers out so now if they have a chance of winning it's got to be Aaron Rodgers has to completely ball out and Aaron Jones and uh, Robert Tunyon the tight end Robert Tunyon they all have to ball out now they can't play just rely on Devontae Adams now I don't think that's gonna happen I have this as a 27-20 game in the Cardinals favor wow we both have same team same score yes All right, moving on to our next game, we have the Panthers and the Falcons. Now, the Panthers started 3-0, and they've now lost the last four games, while the Falcons, on the other hand, I believe they started 0-3, and they've won their last three games. That's right, baby. So, the tales of two very different teams, both started off on the opposite ends, both have are right now on completely different ends. Um... I believe Sam Darnold is still going to be the starter for this one after he got benched last week to P.J. Walker. Well, P.J. Walker completed three uh, completions on 12 pass attempts, so yeah. uh, Sam Darnold better be the starter. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Pitts on the Panthers now starting to look like a top 10 pick. Falcons. Oh, Falcons, apologies, yeah. <laughs> He's starting to look like a top 10 pick after you know not really doing much in the early weeks. Yeah, I mean, that's good for the Falcons that they're able to unleash him. I am really happy that that's the case, even if I wish that uh, they had got a quarterback instead. But Matt Ryan is playing increasingly well this year from his week one start. All I can say about this is that if Arthur Smith and Matt Ryan managed to pull out a playoff win or a playoff appearance out of this roster with this season, oh man, oh man, they like... Arthur Smith should be getting that extension. Matt Ryan should be starting for another five years. Like, this is incredible work by the Falcons. Um, one really nice player that they have right now is Cordero Patterson. In oh, the yeah. past, he's just been a really good return man, but they're really starting to use him on offense, primarily as a runner, but also as a receiver. So it's really great that um, he's able being able to be used there as well. In addition to that, their defense the past three weeks has started to you know slightly improve well let's not go too crazy i said slightly that's a small margin they gave up 28 to the dolphins that that is true but you know they they're starting to look better but yeah i have falcons in this one 17 10 around that score yeah i i mean similar for me um 
I think what's really special about the Falcons this year, or at least over the last three games, is they're closing out games. Oh, yeah. After not doing that against Washington, they started doing that, and it's it's wonderful. Yeah. And as for the Panthers, Sam Darnold is starting to look more like the Sam Darnold of the Jets, mm-hmm. where he's throwing a lot of interceptions, having quite a bit of bad games. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what to say about him. He looked really good the first three weeks, and then... Yeah, he's he's definitely fallen off. Yeah. The benching did confuse me a little bit because it, you're clearly not getting much of uh, out of PJ Walker. Yeah. Um but uh, maybe it's good to get the seat Sam Darnold's seat a little hot. Yeah, maybe. All right. Well, moving on to our next game, we have the Miami Dolphins against the Buffalo Bills. Miami is 1 and 6. Buffalo is 4 and 2. I see no reason that the Bills should lose this game. This game is also in Buffalo. They have home field advantage. This should be a pretty dominant win for the Bills. I absolutely agree with that. Um, I think that, it, well, obviously everyone remembers what happened the last time the Bills and the Dolphins played. Uh, the Bills made fools out of the Dolphins. Yep. And, But, it, I mean, it should be mentioned that that was with Jacoby Brissett and not Tua Tungavailoa, who looks way, way better than Brissett. But he's not there yet to us. No, I mean, of course not. And Josh Allen is is there and this team is very well put together. So obviously this will be a Bills win, but I don't think it'll be as drastic as the last time. And I think the Dolphins have a lot more going for them. Maybe they can get another five or six wins out of this season. I mean, I expect the Bills to put up around the same amount of points, but I expect the Dolphins to put up at least some points instead of being shut out again they'll be more competitive they definitely won't be shut out yeah but you know still pretty good bills win yeah moving on to our next game we have the san francisco 49ers and the chicago bears justin fields i was really hyped up for justin fields and now he's on a i don't want to say on a cliff but because he, he hasn't reached that level yet, mm-hmm. but he's starting to not look not as good as I expected him to be. And that may not entirely be his fault. That may entirely be the organization's fault, Mac Nagy's fault. But this has not been the best couple of starting weeks for him. Well, I think that the main takeaway for the Bears is literally just that they lose against good teams, um, which is okay for a rookie for right now. I think one thing that would help Justin Fields out if he is if they would uh, have him give the ball to Allen Robinson more, oh, yeah. whose production has severely declined this year for whatever reason, and I think that um, just giving the ball to Darnell Mooney and whatever clowns they have behind him is really going to hurt the Bears and hurt their offensive production. That being said, I do think that they have enough and they've shown enough to beat the Forty Niners because they have beat teams like the Raiders. That I mean, they've shown that they're a stronger team but um and and what's what's more is the 49ers are on a four game slump they really have looked rough over the past few weeks even with all their all their injuries and their good coaching yeah and whether trey lance or jimmy garoppolo yeah jimmy garoppolo is starting it's it's a lost season i just yeah yeah jimmy garoppolo stats look better but you also have to say justin fields has been sacked 21 times Oh, wait, Justin Fields has? Yes. Yeah, wow, Just, that's bad. That's yeah, really bad. Yeah. So, I mean, if you give him 
I, I'm hoping this is a little bit like a Joe Burrow season where, you know, Joe Burrow's rookie season, he had a pretty bad offensive line. And the next year, I think they realize that they need to protect their quarterback. So if it's not this year that the offensive line improves, then maybe it's next year to where Justin Fields isn't sacked 21 times in like his first six, seven starts. They also did get um, Justin or Joe Burrow his wide out from college. I that, don't know that they're going to be able to do that with Fields. but yeah. um, Maybe get him some more weapons. And yeah, also definitely include Allen Robinson in the mix. Yeah, and Allen Robinson's going to be a free agent after this year too. So if they don't get a solid number one receiver in there next year oh, or that's gonna keep be a Robinson, problem. yeah, they're screwed. Yeah, but I have Chicago winning this. It seems like a pretty close game. Maybe like 14-10, yeah. 17-14, something like that. Probably probably around that game. All right. Around that score. Moving on, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, an AFC North rivalry. <laughs> Cleveland won their last game Thursday night against the Broncos without their starting quarterback and their two starting running backs. Take that, Denver. Yeah. And I, I do believe that um, Baker Mayfield will be starting this game. I, uh, I, think I read so. today that Case Keenum is still slated to He's start. Still, Let me look it up really quick. All right. Um, as for Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, I don't know the exact information on both of them, but I do expect Kareem Hunt to be back. Um, I think, yeah, it looks like Kareem Hunt is back. Um, Case Keenum is still in the starting lineup, and Nick Chubb is still gone. All right. Well, at least they have Kareem Hunt. Um, but I don't expect this Pittsburgh defense to be as bad as the Broncos defense to where Dearness Johnson gets as many holes as he got. I don't think they're going to be able to go, you know, four, like five, uh, for four first downs and then a touchdown that easily. This Steelers defense, I will say is a lot, is not a lot better, but is better than the Broncos defense. Yeah. But you know, this team overall the Steelers team overall Big Ben he's this is his final season I do expect this to be his final season absolutely he's playing it like it's Manning's final Peyton Manning's final season well not Manning bad not that but he's still playing bad yeah this 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 is not what we expect Ben Roethlisberger to do um I mean Najee Harris it's not been that bad yeah He's also not been that good. He's but. He's been rough as a rookie, I would say. I think he's pretty good at reading the field. I just don't have much confidence in him as a runner yeah. right now. Yeah. But, and all that said, I have the Browns winning this. Uh, I expect their ground game to still be as dominant as it's been. Maybe a little bit less, but still pretty dominant. Case Keenum in the play action didn't look that bad against Denver. Except when he was trying to throw deep. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just the Bengals team, sorry, not Bengals, the Browns team overall, especially on the defensive side, I think it's better than the Steelers. So I'm going Browns on this one. I'm also going Browns. And the thought that occurs to me right now is that Case Keenum is probably a better starting option in the league than at least like and five or six of the quarterbacks right now that are starting games backups and starters included i think there's a lot of systems that he could fit in pretty well with he's in the perfect system right now yeah but of course baker mayfield's going to be starting over him yeah as much of a difference as that makes right now 
you know, he could go back to Minnesota. I mean, he played pretty well, but, you know, that's a discussion for another time. Well, that would, number one, that would increase my, um, that, that would increase how much I like Minnesota. It would make it go from, like, zero to whatever other number isn't zero. But, uh, I mean, he's he's perfect in the Kevin Stefanski system right here. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that the Browns should go trading Baker Mayfield or no, whatever. I that's I mean, that's a ridiculous claim. Yeah. But uh, Case Keenum, I feel like could still be a starter somewhere. Yeah. All right. So moving on to our next game, we have the slump game of the week, Philadelphia Eagles against the Detroit Lions. Philadelphia Atlanta part two, I like to call it. Yes. With the winless Lions at 0 and 7 and the 2 and 5 Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I mean, it would seem obvious that you'd go with the Eagles because you know they have at least, they have two wins. Don't pick the Lions, please. <laughs> I mean, last, last week though, the Lions were actually leading the Rams 19 to 18 at some point in the game. They were playing the game like it was Madden, and that's fun. I don't care if you're 0-7. I like watching that type of football. But on that said, I don't think that's going to work. Their team has just been terrible. Jared Goff has... That's the worst trade ever. No. Yeah. One of the worst trades ever. The Trent I mean, trade also. The reason that the Rams went to the Super Bowl, that's not Jared Goff. That that I don't think that mm. was Jared. I mean, there's partly that. But there were so many good elements to that team. Yeah, you can't put it on just one thing. And now that you add Matthew Stafford, who is a top quarterback, but a lot of people didn't realize it because you know he was in Detroit. He they're showing now. Matthew Stafford has insane arm talent. And well, I think Jared Goff doesn't. For all the credit that Matthew Stafford is getting, and it's fully deserved in this system that he's in right now. I don't know that he was exactly like this this person in Detroit that was fully held back by a horrible team he did often have horrible teams but it part of the time it was his fault he did have some really bad seasons in there just want to throw that out there but obviously the uh Lions are a horrible football team that's playing disgustingly awful football yeah and um the texans backups could beat the lions so i'm gonna go ahead and say that the eagles are gonna win this 41 to 3 um i'm not gonna go exactly that i'm gonna go more 21 to 3 i i mean i still have the lions are horrible horrible football team i don't know if they're gonna get a win this season that's oh the oh would it wouldn't it just be horrible for the first Owen sixteen and Owen seventeen team to be the Lions? Maybe that would be terrible. Yeah, but you know, I do. Happen. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying that could possibly happen. That could definitely happen. I do think it's really hard for teams to lose all of their games. That's why it's only happened twice. Simply out of pure luck, you're bound to like win one or two games or three games. Just look at the 2017 Jets. Um but yeah, this is this is definitely a contender to lose all their games. This is a really bad team. Yeah, so this should be a Eagles one. Yeah. All right, moving on to our next game, we have an AFC South rivalry: the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. Now, Derrick Henry, uh, after seven weeks, has eight hundred and sixty-nine rushing yards and ten touchdowns. 
Folks, we're in week eight, if there's anyone keeping keeping score at home. Yes, this is the first seven weeks, and he has almost 900 rushing yards. Please give him the MVP. What are we doing, NFL? Come on. Like, I understand, yeah, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, they're great, but can you give it to Derrick Henry? Don't give the MVP to Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. I swear to God, if they give it to Tom Brady, I'm going to lose it. Uh, I know I he's... Mean, le- he, he probably, like, deserves it for the quarterbacks. He, well, you could make an argument for Kyler as well. I but... mean, I understand Brady's leading the NFL in passing yards, but no. Just please don't. Please don't. Brady has enough. He's okay. Yeah. Let, let the 2,000-yard rusher have it. How about that? Please. Oh, Titans win. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Colts, they haven't looked that bad the past couple of weeks. Carson Wentz, 11 touchdowns to one pick so far this season, almost 7, 1,700 passing yards. Um, So that's, that's good. Jonathan Taylor looked pretty good in his last game, but... Is this the ESPN app that you're looking at, Sid? Uh, yes. Okay, so whoever's running this app needs to be fired because Indianapolis is favored. Yes, that is true for some reason. I don't know why. I think Tennessee has literally beat Buffalo and Kansas City in back-to-back weeks, has the best running back in the NFL, one of the best running backs in NFL history in his prime, and the Colts are a team, even though they're on a three-game winning streak, it's been against some pretty, like mediocre opponents Carson Wentz has looked good but he had a bunch of dropped interceptions on Sunday night um ESPN be better at your job right now yeah I mean I understand they're in Indianapolis but look the Tennessee is five and two they have Derrick Henry I don't see anyone on the Indianapolis defense stopping Derrick Henry the last time they played Derrick Henry bodied Darius Leonard embarrassed him although Darius Leonard is one of the best defensive players yeah but you know Derrick Henry his job is embarrassing defenders (laughs) you know I don't see how they stop. Josh Norman. Yeah. But, you know, this should be a Titans win. Yeah. Uh, Well, let's not listen to ESPN right now. Yeah. Let's not. And let's move on to our next game, which is the Cincinnati Bengals and the New York Jets. Cincinnati, I believe, is right now the top team in the AFC. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Jets are not the top team in the AFC. I believe they're last in the AFC East. Still taking Mike White over Geno Smith. Yeah. Um, I don't know the extent of Zach Wilson's injury. Two to four weeks PCL strain. All right, so we have Mike White. And I'm not sure if I said this in the last podcast, but he looks like an auto-generated quarterback from Madden. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he probably might play like one, too. Um if we look at the Bengals, Joe Burrow is having an amazing season. Joe Mixon, on the stats, says he's not doing that well, but he does seem to be doing pretty well. And then there's Jamar Chase, who has 754 receiving yards. That's pretty ridiculous. He's on pace to have over 1,800 receiving yards, which would break the rookie record. Hey, how about Jamar Chase break the NFL record in your rookie season? That could be possible. Come on. Come on. What are we doing here? I mean, he should be clear favorite for offensive rookie of the year and probably rookie of the year also. They're going to give it to Mac Jones. I can feel it in the air. Uh, They didn't give it to Justin Jefferson, and he had like 1,500 yards last year. Yeah. That's But then Justin Herbert also played much better than Mac Jones is playing right now. So I'm pretty confident they're going to give it to Jamar Chase and not Mac Jones. Yeah. I it, so. They better do that. Um. 
I do think it's important to note that with Joe Mixon, there have been some injuries that have held him back for a couple weeks, and they also haven't needed to use him that much. Uh, they've been using him sparingly because the passing game has been so good. Um, yeah, nothing on the Jets is good right now. Now yeah. that now that Zach Wilson is out, I officially cannot care about the Jets, and um, that's really nice actually. So uh, Bengals shut out one. Yeah, like forty to zero territory. Yeah, this would I, be. I don't see Mike White doing anything. Still rather have him than Geno Smith. We'll have to see. Maybe he throws like five picks in his first five attempts. Who knows? If he throws five picks on his first five attempts, then I'll still take him over Geno Smith. All right then. Well, let's move on to the next game: Los Angeles Rams and Houston Texans, and. I'm pretty sure we all know where this going. Texans win 40 to 0. Exactly. I mean, Davis Mills is still being Davis Mills. Yes, but Tyrod Taylor is back this week. Ooh. That's definitely a good sign because in their week 2 game, I believe it was week 2 against um Cleveland, they were tied 14-14 at halftime. I don't think anybody expected the game to be tied 14-14 at halftime. Absolutely. And um, Tyrod, or Tyrod Taylor does bring an excitement to this team that Davis Mills does not. He brings a hope to this team that Davis Mills does not. And they're running the offense with mostly the same players. Um, in that first game, Tyrod Taylor had a really good connection with both Danny Amendola and Brandon Cooks. So if that can continue... Uh, they're. I mean, they're not going to beat the Rams, but if that can continue, they could. They could get like a f- a good amount of wins off of that. Um, the de- if the defense was better, they definitely could get some more wins off of that. Yeah, but. and then I think it's also good to note that Mark Ingram was traded to the Saints. Why was there value for Mark Ingram? I don't know. I mean, he's been in the league since two thousand eleven. Yeah. What I want to know, they haven't re- the um this the Texans haven't released what they um got in return for Ingram, but whatever it was, it was too much. Probably a bag of chips. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was a bag of chips and two hot dogs. I mean, well, that second hot dog is gonna push push the value. Oh yeah, definitely. So I, why well, I probably like a special Chicago dog or something. And it's like they have Camara too. It's not like the Saints are struggling with running backs. The two-headed back in uh, New Orleans is back again. Ugh, please. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good boost, but you know that's I don't think that's gonna be as big of a boost because you know Matthew Stafford in this Rams offense amazing. Cooper Cup, as I said again, is on record to break the most fantasy points by a wide receiver. And I drafted him. He's playing amazing. That should be a pretty dominant win for the Rams. Yeah. All right. Moving on to our next game, we have the New England Patriots and the other Los Angeles team, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I smell a trap game. You do? Yeah. Well. I didn't pick it as a trap game, but I, I do. I, I think it might happen. Yes. And I do know that. I believe the Patriots won this game last week, last year, forty-five to zero. Well, that was also under different circumstances. That was under a different circumstance, but you know, Justin Herbert is playing lights out. Definitely top three, except for right before he went on by when he scored six points against the Ravens. Yes, but 
this team is not the Ravens. This team is the New England Patriots. And Mac Jones, for me personally, when Mac Jones is not playing against the Jets or the Texans, he relies a lot on the run game. And What about the, the Cowboys? That wasn't no running game. That is true. So there's been a sp- special teams where he's played really good. But, you know, I'd, this Chargers defense, I think, is going to have to force Mac Jones to pass a lot more. But I think he can do that now. I'm ready. I'm ready to start giving Mac Jones credit. I've officially reached my limit with saying that the running game is helping him. I'm almost ready, but I still need like one more game of good Mac Jones passing to give him that credit because a lot of these wins have been just purely based on Mac Jones. And I understand they should have won the Cowboys game. Uh, you know, referees. We don't talk about referees here. Do be better at your job. Be competent. Yeah, but you know, I I still need to see more against these better teams, and I don't think that happens this week. I think this is a Chargers win. I don't believe this is a trap game. This game is gonna go how it goes. Chargers have a sixty-two percent chance of winning. I agree with them on that. Uh, yeah, ESPN can go eat it. Um. <laughs> I think this will be really close. I did pick the Chargers, but I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the Patriots came away with the win. I'd only be slightly surprised. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on to our next game, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Seattle Seahawks. Jaguars win. Easy. This is my easiest pick of the week. Yeah. I mean, as we keep saying, Russell Wilson carried the Seahawks. He has always been their carry for, you know, the past couple of years. And now he's gone. And Geno Smith cannot carry this offense. And as we can see, their defense, atrocious. Here's, if you want to be plastered by the end of the night tonight, uh, dial up Game Pass, rewatch the Seahawks-Saints game, and take a drink every time uh, Geno Smith misses a throw, Geno Smith executes a boring play, or Geno Smith doesn't pass to Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Yeah, I mean, Russ, when he was there, I know he didn't pass that much to DK Metcalf, but Russ's connection with Tyler Lockett was pretty good. And now Tyler Lockett is not getting the ball as much. Or DK Metcalf. Yeah, Both that, of whom are amazing receivers. Yeah. Um, the run game, besides, you know, the second half of the Seahawks rams game has not been that good i mean alex collins has been okay but yeah he's not i not. mean he had a he had a good game two weeks ago and then last week he yeah he was very disappointing yeah but i do i i like to see him at least a little rejuvenated that's kind of nice to see but no i i said it as soon as geno smith entered the lineup and i'm it's holding true i'm not picking a seahawks win while geno smith is the starting quarterback yeah i mean well, last time Jacksonville played, they got their first win, uh, breaking that 20-game slide. Trevor Lawrence is starting to increase. I think they had a bye week last week. Yeah, they did. So that definitely should help them. Um, and yeah, I agree with you. This should be the second Jacksonville win this season. Absolutely. All right. Moving on to the last couple games, we have the Washington football team against the Denver Broncos. And... You don't know me. I'm usually not excited in the middle part of the season because we usually suck. 
But Jerry Judy is coming back. And? I'm slightly happy about that. I mean, yes, the Broncos' offense, they just, you know... They stink. They think. I don't know what the organization is thinking, what Vic Vangio is thinking, that apparently the NFL, in NFL, the only parts that matter is the second half. It's not. Yeah. You need to start playing in the first half. Yeah, this is this is the Broncos and the Eagles kind of Achilles heel right now is that they're both very much second half teams. I do think that Washington's playing a little better than its record, although that Taylor Heineke slide that I wouldn't shut up about, it's officially happening. He's starting to play a lot worse. But I'm glad for his sake that he's having to have going to have a great game against a Broncos defense that's let's see. Last I think you told me they were missing thirty eight starters on defense, right? I believe so, especially seven at the linebacker position. That I mean, that was a joke, obviously, but like they're they're, they're missing, missing a lot of players. They're yeah. missing everyone. Uh yeah, I mean that Browns game showed they don't have a lot of depth at their specific positions. I'm still now. I'm now starting to get a lot more upset that we picked Pat Sertan over Fields. How is is Sertan injured? I think I it's either I, him or J C Horn. I remember got put on IR. I think it was I think uh, J C Horn. Okay. Pat Sertan is still playing, but you know, haven't heard his name a lot. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, as I said last pro, uh, podcast, I think he's playing like he's Drew Brees when he's not Drew Brees. There's only one Drew Brees, and he's retired. I think he's I think he's more of a Ryan Fitzpatrick type than anything. Like a like a boring Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's yeah, what I would call yeah. him. Yeah. Draft uh, a quarterback next year. Do yourself a favor. Please. You deserve it. Yeah. Actually, you don't. But get get John Elway excited about that like, that tall white that's going fifteenth overall in the draft. Get him in the building. If if we end up losing the next couple of games, then I want to see what Drew Locke is like. No. I put some Drew Locke slander on him. No. 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 I mean, if we're gonna lose the next like. I have a feeling we might lose the remainder of our games, so might as well uh, just try. They're not going three and fourteen. I I famously on this podcast I am anti Broncos because well not anti Broncos but more just anti bad football since I don't really have a team. But don't send Drew Lock in. I can't take that. I have to watch these games. I mean Teddy Bridgewater now is for me. Teddy Bridgewater is not doing anything. Teddy Br- the Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Lock gap. Oh, I can't. I'm not going to go there. The Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Lock gap is much more significant than people might think. Yeah, but and my thing, I would rather. I'd I'd rather have a quarterback that makes dumb throws, but you know can throw, more than thirty yards down the field than just like you know do dump passes, like drag pass to drags like two yard slants or stuff like that. I I honestly, I'm so close to wanting to have Drew Lockstar over Teddy Bridgewater. It's not even funny. It's I think so it's close. I think it's a little ridiculous to want Drew Lock instead of Teddy Bridgewater, but if that's what you want, then keep praying for it because even this coaching staff knows that that's just not uh, oh, something yeah. that they should. And that's do. also a problem the coaching staff. That yeah, Vic Fangio's have... seat is hot. Like, really hot. Oh, yeah, he could be poached by the middle of the season after what's happening right now. Yeah. Even if even if the defensive injuries aren't his fault. Yeah, but, you know, this... 
I I don't understand. He's the the offense is just stalling, and I don't. None of us like offenses that stall. Team, whole team. Yeah, the team is just stalling. Like I don't think we should have lost that game against the Browns, but you know what? We did. Yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah, but we should we should move on. I I think for me, I'm going Broncos on this one. Uh, okay. Keep dreaming, Washington. All right, All right moving on to our last three games, we have the Buccaneers. And the Saints, Brady last week threw for his 600th career passing touchdown. Yay. Well, uh, I mean, he's going to keep breaking all these records. Probably going to play until he's like 70. I wonder if the the Buccaneers even remember if this is on their schedule and if they're just going to send their backups and let them drop 40 on the Saints. Um. So the Buccaneers can ensure their win because of the ah uh, yes the rule of the season. Since the Saints won last week, they have to lose this week. Oh uh, yeah, this is a guaranteed loss for them. Yeah, um, the, like I I don't care that that rule just ensures that the Saints are losing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is gonna be this. Ugh. If you like like 45 to 0 games, if that's your thing, just seeing one team just mercilessly think think like Ed Norton beating up Angel Face and Fight Club bad. It's just if you like seeing that, then you should watch this game. Something like last week's Tampa Bay game against the Bears. Yeah, exactly. If you want a competitive game, then watch New England Los Angeles. If you don't want one, watch this game. Yeah, yeah. All right. Moving on to our Sunday night football game. We have the Dallas Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. I'm so happy. I get to complain about Kirk Cousins. Uh, yes. Um, well, Dallas is 5-1. and one. They've been playing very, very well, especially Dak Prescott. Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, that backfield has been very, very good. Oh, one of the best. Yeah, their wide receiver corp. C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. Cedric Wilson, my boy. Cedric Wilson. The defense has been pretty good. Trayvon Diggs, he seems like rookie of the year. Defensive, sorry, not rookie of the year, defensive player of the year. But then whenever I watch his film, I see him get a pick, and then I also see him get burned like a play after yeah, that was his problem in his rookie year was mostly him getting burned. But, I mean, the guy has really, really good hands. Um, and I think his vision of the field is pretty good for the most part and his ability to read quarterbacks. So I, I, don't, I don't want him to get that defensive player of the year unless he just straight up breaks the interception record, which is possible. Yeah. But, um... I mean, he has the same amount of touchdowns as his brother, Stefan, but... <laughs> Let's not go there. You know, this game lives by an equally as unbreakable rule as the, uh, other, as the New remember. Orleans game. Uh, yes. Sid knows what I'm going to say. The Kirk Cousins in primetime. Yes. Rule. Kirk Cousins is on national television in a game that is on its own slot. That means he will be losing and he will be having a horrible game. Congratulations, Vikings fans. I hate your quarterback. Ah, uh, yes, and we said earlier that Case Keenum, I know you'd like to have Case. You'd be- Get Case back! They, Get him! They played really well with Case in there. 
Um, but let's see. I have Cowboys in this one. I believe you also have Cowboys in this one. Yeah, that would be the team that I am picking over the team that can't win in prime time. Yep. All right, and moving on to our last game, Monday Night Football. We have the New York Giants and the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, how far the mighty fall. Yeah, Mahomes has just been looking really bad the past couple of weeks. He's had way too many turnovers. This is very un-Mahomes-like of him. This is definitely not what half a billion dollars should get you. Well, I mean, it should be noted that the defense is falling apart. The receivers are falling apart. I mean, this game is just an all-around mess right now. Yeah, but I don't think they're that bad to lose to the Giants. I I mean, I have the Chiefs, but couldn't you see the Chiefs just totally collapse and lose to the Giants at this point? I wouldn't exactly be upset if that happens. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's a complete mess. Yeah, but you know, this is, this should be a pretty good Kansas City win. But as we said, they've been losing a lot in the past couple of weeks and And it's been bad losses too especially against the titans wouldn't be unexpected yeah all right well that's it for a preview of week eight if you've made it this far thank you for listening if you liked it please consider liking writing writing a comment subscribing we have our podcast on spotify google podcast and apple podcast and maybe youtube in the coming weeks maybe in youtube we are going to explore that yeah um we'll be back tuesday for a recap of week eight i'm sid kalyani here with josh shippen and we'll see y'all next time see ya